Welcome to Christian Overcomers, and thank you for joining us for this prophecy update, the coronavirus Passover connection. Is there a connection between these two events? Well, you know what? Nothing like this has ever happened before in our lifetime. Never before has our government ordered us to stay home. As I speak, half of America has been ordered not to go anywhere except to get essential supplies or for other critical reasons. The only ones that are allowed to go out or the only ones that are allowed to go to work are policemen, firefighters, healthcare workers, uh, grocery store workers, and other necessary infrastructure type, type jobs. All, uh, basically all non-essential work has been shut down. Um, people can work from home, but they are not allowed to go to their regular place of employment. So, you know, that got me thinking. How does the Bible tell us that we are to, how, how does the Bible instruct us to stop the spread of disease? Well, the Bible gives us basic commands. You know, if you, if you study the Bible, you find basic commands to eat healthy, to work six days, that's to exercise, exercise work. If you sit at a desk, uh, you need exercise six days. Uh, rest one. Stay clean by washing and practicing proper personal hygiene and and things like that. And, and if someone was unclean or sick, they were quarantined, not the healthy people. And you can find that all throughout the book of Leviticus where it talks about the clean and the unclean and, and different things. You know, God knew God knew about infectious diseases long ago. It was, it was in the Bible before we even started practicing uh, better methods of personal hygiene and better methods of trying to prevent and control the spread of disease. Um, but, you know, I couldn't find one example in biblical law where uninfected people were quarantined. In other words, I couldn't find one law where the healthy people were quarantined for fear of catching some disease or spreading it uh, to others. That was until I remembered something quite obvious, the Passover. The Passover. It was during the Passover that the Israelites were commanded to stay at home, stay at home to avoid the pestilence of the death angel. Um, and they had to wait there until, until the death angel passed over. Now, that was only one evening. Um, but I can't help but feel like we're kind of doing that now uh, under these stay-at-home orders, which, which makes me think, is God trying to tell us something? Is he trying to give us a sign? Because many times God, will, it says in the Bible that he forewarns his servants, the prophets, before anything happens. Are we being warned? You know, ironically, President Trump is hoping to get get us back to more of a normal life by Resurrection Day slash Christian Passover. Now, I don't know if that's going to happen or not, but currently in Minnesota, the stay-at-home order is set to expire on Good Friday, April 10th. You know, so uh, if that happens to be the case, what are the odds of that? What are the odds of this ending at that time if, if it ends? Um, it, again, that makes me think, are we experiencing some sort of Passover scenario right now? Um, well, 
kind of switching gears just a little bit, there seems to be a debate right now among among informed Bible students as to whether or not the coronavirus will help America or and and or and or hurt the globalists. I'll say it like this. There's a debate right now going on among very informed Bible students uh, about whether or not this coronavirus is ultimately going to hurt or help the globalists. Now, when I say globalists, somebody might be thinking, what does that have to do with Christianity? Well, we know in the end times in the book of Revelation that Satan or the Antichrist wants to form a one world government, a super government to control everyone on this planet. Um, so, you know, it seems, uh, it, it seems, it, in my view, I think that this could actually hurt the globalists. Now, some good arguments are made on the other side where they, they think this could be a step leading to the call for uh, a super government to protect us from viruses like this and so forth. Um, we'll have to keep watching. But one thing I'm noticing right now during this uh, coronavirus shutdown is parents are working less, uh, if at all. Um, and, and if they are working, they're, many of them are working at home. Children are homeschooling instead of being shipped off to government schools. Many distractions have been eliminated from our life, such as uh, watching professional sports uh, 24 hours a day, going to going to out to the bars, concerts, you name it. I see, um, I see the result of this as possibly uh, uniting families together like never before because all these distractions have been removed. And now it's like God's telling us to focus on the family. Focus on the family. And then uh, maybe next will be the communities. We'll have to join together to uh, to get through this. Depends on how bad this gets. You know, um, what we're seeing now, what we're seeing now is uh, with everything shut down except for the necessities, um, it uh, sort of reminds me of what it used to look like on the Lord's Day every generation, uh, every Sunday, a generation or two ago. You know, when, when the Christian Sabbath was observed by our nation. But we've gotten away from that. And maybe we're being forced to make that up. Who knows? Um, but, you know, the longer, the longer this situation drags on, the more lasting effect it may have upon, upon our country. Um, either good or bad, right? New and better habits might be formed. That could have never been formed when we hustled and bustled everywhere all the time, nonstop, without ever taking a break or taking a Sabbath. Um, <clears throat> the result of that could be that the economy may take a temporary hit, um, and uh, or some say a permanent hit. Who knows? But but what are we more concerned about as Christians? Think about this. Yeah, I want the economy to do well. I want to be blessed. There's no sin in that. There's no sin in making America's economy economy great again. But what's more important? What should we be more concerned about? The temporal monetary health of our nation or our nation's long-term moral and spiritual health? Think about that. 
sometimes if you, um, you know, you keep running nonstop, you keep running nonstop without taking a Sabbath, sometimes your body breaks down because it's trying to tell you something. It's trying to tell you that what you're doing is not healthy and that you need to start taking a Sabbath. That's one of the big messages I really feel the Lord has put on my heart is to call people to slow down and Sabbath. Anyway, if I'm right about this about there being a connection to Passover and that God is trying to point out the Passover to us as a sign that we must look at what happened during the Passover and who God's anger was directed against. Okay, let's do that by going to Exodus chapter 12, verses uh, 12 and 13. Uh, um, God speaks, For I will pass through the land of Egypt this night, and smite all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast. Against all the gods of Egypt will I execute judgment. I am the Lord. And the blood shall be to you for a token upon the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. And the plague, now check that out, and the plague or the pestilence or the disease shall not be upon you to destroy you when I smite the land of Egypt. Now, so the Passover was not aimed against God's people. It was aimed against the gods of Egypt. Okay, so I could probably draw a direct parallel between the Egyptian gods and what the globalists worship today. But, but really, when it comes down to it, idols or false gods are anything we put before Almighty God. Anything we revere more than God, anything we give more time and affection to, that could be watching professional sports all day on ESPN, working seven days a week and never taking a rest day, never taking time out for God, promoting open borders and globalism instead of... Uh, adhering to the biblical model of nationalism and community, going clubbing or hitting the bar scene nonstop to fulfill natural lusts, you name it. Many of those things Americans have given their time and affection to are now unavailable. They can't do them um, because of this coronavirus shutdown. Instead, they're, instead, now they're at home taking a Sabbath with their families, hoping that the pestilence passes over them, okay? So what happens next? What happens next? That's the big question many people are probably thinking because everything's so uncertain right now. Uh, will the gods of globalism be judged like they were during the Passover? Uh, or will things get worse and worse? with God's wrath being directed against our nation for its sins. Which view is correct? Both valid views. But you know what? We could sit here and say, I know for sure it's going to be this way. I know for sure it's that way. And sometimes I talk to people and they get like that. Uh, but time will tell. Be patient. Don't rush. Don't jump the gun. 
Don't tell everybody this is the way it's going to be. I know for sure because the globalists are planning this and the globalists are planning that. Because the globalists aren't in control, my friends. Almighty God is in control. Sure, they might, they're always trying to implement their plans and taking advantage of crises and even inventing crises at times. But don't chase the globalists nonstop. Understand what's going on, yeah, but also understand that God is more powerful than the globalists. Okay? Should God choose to give the globalists power and use them to punish us, then punish our nation and the nations of the world? Uh, should he do that? Th then we're going to have to accept that. But we do not know the answer at this time. So my, my thing is, is, hey, let's caution against being a negative Nancy. Or somebody who's always pessimistic. Somebody who's always saying, this is going to lead to the worst possible outcome. Um, and, and again, I'm not wearing rose-colored glasses and saying that it, it's, it's going to be perfect or that it might not lead to the end times and the coming of the Antichrist. It very well could. But I'm going to do what I always do. Stay close to the Lord. Study his word. And watch. Watch what's going on. Again, don't jump the gun. Don't be stubborn-minded thinking you know what's going on because you really don't. But what, you, what we do have are many types and examples in the Bible to see how they play out. Hey, God bless you. If you like this video, please like, share, and subscribe with all of, uh, with all of your friends who may be interested in learning the truth of God's word. God bless.